Um, do you have any stories? Hi, welcome to Do You Have Any Stories? I'm your host, Kelsey. Um, today we have a very exciting guest. Um, we went to high school together. She is a, um, tech consultant and a mom and a choir pal of mine with a beautiful voice. Um, this is Brittany Tennant Moreland. Welcome to the pod. Hello. Hello. Oh my gosh. How are you? <laughs> very good. Very sleep deprived. Um, yeah. Yeah. Very, very. What'd you get up to today? Well, I'm on a mini vacation right now, which is great. So not much. Um, cool. I, um, yeah, ended my last job on Friday of last week, took a week mm -hmm. off, starting a new one Monday. So kind of just slept in as late as the baby would let me and nice. <laughs> had a cup of coffee, um, went on a walk and nice. chilled out. And now I'm here. That's awesome. So good day. Definitely. It sounds like kind of nice, relaxing <laughs> for, for the full week off. Did you do, um, like have any like big, like plans for the week or just you're like, I'm resting. This is my time off. I'm doing nothing. <laughs> well, that was the plan. Um, we ended mm -hmm. up planning a last minute trip to Denver, which is like cool. Salt Lake city on steroids. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was so much fun. We just wanted like similar, I guess it's similar scenery, just not here. Um, yeah. so we did like a quick long weekend and, you know, checked out breweries, did, you know, cool. ate food. So, you know, good stuff. And then, um, then I did not realize, didn't plan for this, but the University of Utah had their graduation and my little sister got a really amazing award there. So wow. celebrated that. Um, yeah. And today was actually Friday was actually my first real day off to just do whatever. So I'm glad I at least got one, but totally. Yeah. But it was very cool. Yeah. It's been a good week. Sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, let's just like dive right into yes. it, see what's going on. So today you're our protagonist. Um, we'll kind of like get uh, kind of the lay of the land of what's going on right now with you. Um, and then we'll dive into like backstory and all those kinds of things. So Perfect. first things first, what's your job? What's going on in that department? Yeah. Um, great question. So I, um, I am in a week between jobs at the moment. Um, mm -hmm. eh, you know, I like, I got a psychology degree and then I got an MBA. And so it's all very like businessy, like official cool. tech stuff, but I, I work in tech. Um, and it's kind of fun because my, my husband is a software engineer and then I'm more on the business side. So I've actually been cool. in tech consulting for the past three years. Um, and then just, you know, I, I just kind of had a knack for the tech side. I worked for, um, Qualtrics for a little while before my MBA and just really kind of fell in love with that side. Um, I'm, that's a big survey software firm, if anyone's cool. not familiar, but, um, <laughs> Then I, I kind of got into healthcare research right out of my MBA. Um, didn't love it. Then I'm now, I, I just literally last a week ago from today finished a job specifically in tech consulting. And now I am moving kind of, yeah, I worked with like 
a lot of clients. So I was doing project Mm -hmm. management as well as like client management, client success stuff. And now I'm moving into a different role that is more like an internal consultant um, for, I'm, I'm just working with other tech people at the company I actually work for rather than outside clients and kind of kind of bridging the gap between technical and non-technical roles. So a lot of like businessy buzzword stuff. Yeah, I, I feel bad. Cool. I feel like your listeners may, I, you talk to a lot of like actors and creatives and I, I do a lot more of that in my personal life, but yeah, you know, my day-to-day job is just, um, yeah, the, the knack I have is more in that, you know, business buzzword world. No, I think it's great. So when you're doing consulting, like, what are you consulting them to do? Yeah. <laughs> like, what, like, what does that mean exactly? Great question. So I, the job that I was in, we had a really interesting niche called um, win-loss analysis. So I specifically mm-hmm. worked with clients to help them figure out, it was like B2B, business-to-business tech companies um, who are selling software to other businesses. Mm-hmm. And I would get in there kind of, I would, I would interview their buyers, um, kind of like what you're doing with me now. I would have mm-hmm. a list of questions, talk to them about the decisions that they made, their, the purchasing decisions they made, and would look mm-hmm. for trends in that data and try and come up with some you know, recommendations, you know, from a product standpoint, here's where your buyers are saying your product could be improved. Here's mm-hmm. the feedback they had on your pricing model. Here's how the sales process could have gone a little bit better. And then pull all of that into kind of a holistic, here's what you should do next. Cool. Um, Wait, that sounds fun. So you, you kind of like chat with a bunch of people and you're like, did you like this thing? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all over the world. I think in my three years at that company, I probably ran about 2000 interviews. Oh my God. Wait, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. And so it's amazing. There, there'll be these companies like I've never heard of before. And then I'll go on like a, a vacation. I remember going to Seattle like a year ago and running mm-hmm. across this like video game company that I'd never heard of. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I talked to them on the phone. Like last week. Um, I know exactly what they're marketing for. They're like (laughs) helping there. That's cool. So how do you find the people that you uh, interview for stuff? They are like part of like handpicked or like. Yeah, a a little bit handpicked. We we would work with our clients to try and figure out like a good cross section of their pipeline that they were particularly interested in hearing from. We would Mm -hmm. try and sweeten the deal, give them a bunch of incentives and. Cool. Oh, as yeah, as much as we we could offer them, and and yeah, be like hey, come have a conversation with us. We we're kind of a neutral third party. We really mm-hmm. want to hear what happened, and you know, help our and clients out. There. So yeah, that's cool. I would uh, if someone emailed me, I'd be like, all right, yeah. I'll talk to you. Yeah, <laughs> about, exactly. About whatever it is I'm using. Here's an Amazon gift card. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Sounds good to me. That's cool. Um, so you got a psychology. I, we'll talk about this also in college, but yeah. did, were you planning on doing like that when you got your psychology degree or it was kind of you're like, I think I don't want to be a therapist or whatever. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, cool, cool, cool. So I entered um, 
college. I, I never changed my major actually, which is like pretty mm-hmm. rare, but I did enter with the plan of being a marriage and family therapist. Whoa, um, big change. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so I, yeah, originally wanted to do that. Um, my, um, yeah, my, my family has a bunch of like, we're, we're a, a weird, wacky bunch. And so I saw an opportunity, um, and I've benefited myself from, from family therapy a lot. And mm-hmm. so that was sort of the, the original plan to kind of pay that forward. And then I, um, volunteered at the Utah State Mental Hospital as part of my mm-hmm. capstone. Um, and, like basically fell apart. Like I came home after every volunteer session and just got way too attached to the people there. And I was like, I, this is probably not going to be a healthy space for me to be in. Yeah. Um, as much as I love it. Um, and so I actually had an opportunity to start doing research for the organizational, um, behavior department at the business school, um, at BYU. And then, um, yeah, kind of just dove in that way. Thought it was really interesting. I was like, I can take all these psychology concepts that I'm coming up with uh, and learning about and how do I apply them to the workplace? Um, totally. and then, yeah. So got into like tech and research from that perspective and have kind of just been doing that ever since. That's cool. Yeah. Well, it is kind of like opposite, um, or not opposite, but like business therapy where it's like, here's all of your qualities. Here's maybe think about doing this or like, here's how maybe you could try and like rework what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole field. Um, you know, uh, they call them IO psychologists, industrial organizational psychologists. And that's kind of its own specialty. And I think mm. if I ever felt like going back to get a PhD, like if there was a specific problem that I mm-hmm. was just super passionate about solving, I would consider trying to get that kind of certification. Um, yeah. But, you know, I'm already drowning in student loans from totally. the MBA. <laughs> and so I'm like, maybe I'll pay those off and then... yeah. Maybe someone will want to pay me to go get that degree. Uh, yeah, that sounds ideal. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the the sort of interim that I'm doing right now is just sort of this consulting and you know staying close to tech, just because I've always had a knack for it and stuff. Definitely. Like that, so. Um. So, who are you hanging out with? Who's your cast of characters? Oh, interesting. Good question. Um. Well, a lot is. In the year of COVID, um, mm-hmm. I've got a really sweet husband who mm-hmm. I love very much. Uh, we have a seven-month-old baby who's so cute. the best ever. <laughs> He's screaming his head off right now outside the door. Um, <laughs> and then we've got a very feisty, kind of stupid little puppy <laughs> well she's not a puppy anymore she's six years old but wow she's, yeah i mean so gotten really close to them over the past year definitely um but yeah i mean uh well and then i've got one i've got both of my sisters here and one oh, lives a lot neat. closer to me mm-hmm. um in in salt lake and so 
she and I hang out a lot. Um, and she's the one that just graduated. Um, awesome. But yeah, good, good cast of characters. Um, my, I don't know if you have follow-up questions, but my husband and I have known each other since high school. Wait, um, really? Well, he didn't go to our high school, did he? He did not. Um, okay, I was like, <laughs> I've totally forgotten somebody. No, no. We actually met right after I graduated at church mm-hmm. camp, which is ironic, cool. um, uh, which I'm sure we'll get into. But yeah, yeah he... We met right after I graduated and he is two years younger than me. Cool. And yeah, that's, that's a a funny story. The whole, the whole week we're at church camp. He convinced me that he was a little bit older than he is (laughs) so that we would stay in touch. Um, Wow. He tells that story a little bit differently. um, (laughs) How does he tell it? (laughs) Well, he, he says, uh, just it never really came up. Like mm. I would have, I would have told you if you asked. Convenient. <laughs> I'm like, sure. Um, but yeah. So if if I had known he was as young as he was at the time, I mm. probably would not have um, kept in touch. But um, yeah, we so were. Wait, was it romantic at the time, or it was like just kind of pals? Well, so okay, for anyone familiar with. EFY, uh, Mormon church camp, um, Mm. which I went to every summer, you have Mm. something called your cow, your crush of the week. Mm -hmm. And so we were definitely each other's like crush of the week, right from the very start. We hung Mm. out the, the whole week. Um, and it's very, I say this with air quotes, very adorable that the men have to escort the women everywhere they go around Mm -hmm. the camp. And, um, yeah, so we would just pair off the whole week and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and we just had a lot in common. We felt very, we had a lot of good, um, you know, camaraderie and, yeah. um, got along is, and then, sorry, go ahead. Is part of the idea with that to, um, like encourage like dating other Mormons, like is oh, part yeah. of like, okay, okay, cool. Yeah, so it's it's that. It's also like, oh, you women are so like need soft help. and fragile and mm. need a man to help carry you around and yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> but um I yeah, I mean, so we spent a lot of time together mm-hmm. and so we had like a crush. Mm-hmm. But it didn't really turn into anything. And then I found out that he was two and a half years younger than me. And I was like, this isn't going anywhere. (laughs) Nice try. Um, Which at the time, like 18 and 16 is like a bigger difference than like in your 20s and stuff. Right. So then we, um, we, yeah, we're good friends until he Mm. graduated. We just like kind of kept in touch, Facebook was more relevant back then. Yes. Um, Shout out to 2010. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Texting, whatever. And then Mm -hmm. um, he came out to BYU um, Mm -hmm. two years later and we had a bit of a fling that summer. Mm -hmm. Um, It was interesting. There was a minute that we were... I want to be very clear, making out, nothing more when I was uh-huh. 20 and he was 17. Um, <laughs> and that's it. And Ta-da. that's it. I promise. <laughs> um, and then, 
So of course he's getting congratulated left and right. But, Mm -hmm. and I'm, my friends are like, Brittany, what are you doing? And I was like, I okay, don't know. two years is not that big. My boy, I, my boyfriend at that time was also two years younger. I don't think that that's that big of an age difference right. or weird. Yeah, and <laughs> so I mean, I'm, I'm on your side. <laughs> thank you, thank you very much. But you know, for legality, I promise there was just nothing else see. going on. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then, like, we just decided, like, uh, this isn't really working out. We were both super young yeah. and immature still and had he come up there just to visit you or to visit BYU or oh he was doing was a there? summer term at BYU and then okay, cool. um he ended up moving up to Salt Lake which is an hour away not that big mm-hmm. of a deal but for some reason in Utah people think that they're two different planets basically yeah um also in college like yeah. you know People that go to other campuses, it's like, what? No. Happens over there. (laughs) Yeah. So BYU is down in Provo, um, Mm. about an hour south of Salt Lake. And then Salt Lake City is uh, where the University of Utah is and Mm. all the fun stuff. Um, (laughs) And so, yeah, we kind of went our separate ways for like four years. And Mm. then we reconnected. He was actually serving his LDS mission. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Philippines. Whoa, cool! Yeah, yeah, it's it's awesome. His stories are great. Um, cool. But I was like in grad school, had fully like canceled him from my mind. Basically, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like had dated other people, mm-hmm. um, and then I can't. I we had like a mutual friend that he ran into, and then. He um, had passed along my email. And so when you're on your mission, it used to be you literally had to write like pen and paper letters back and forth. But then they've changed the rules to where like once a week you can email each other. Wow. Um, And so he had gotten my email. Handwritten letters is so romantic though. (laughs) Oh, I know. And I did that a lot in college, like with my friends that were, Mm -hmm. I had a bunch of like girlfriends that served missions and- Mm. I wrote a lot of letters, but it's actually really fun. I have like a little box of all of the like snail mail that I've gotten. Um, That's like, yeah, it's very like, that's a cute thing to have. (laughs) Totally. Um, But by that point, like we had moved on to emails. Um, Mm -hmm. I still have all of them. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, we started emailing back and forth and it kind of just like blew up from there. Like it, mm-hmm. it was like a very suddenly intense, like wow. pen pal situation. How um, much time did he have left in his um, mission? I think he had about six months left by the time we okay. started communicating. Um, yeah. There so it wasn't like you were like two years worth of like pining and no, but it, okay. it kind of like got to that point pretty quickly. Honestly, wow. like, he, I mean, we got super just personal in our mm-hmm. emails and, um, I know, so like in missions, you're kind of paired off into companionships. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure if you ever see Mormon missionaries around, they're always in pairs of two. Um, mm-hmm. and so his companion was like, oh, you're going to marry that girl. And then Whoa. I was just like, 
I don't know. I'm in grad school. I'm writing a missionary. This is usually like, usually people are like 19 when they're doing this. I'm 25. And he like, he went on his mission a little bit later than normal. Um, And so we were both like a little bit older for this situation than you normally Mm -hmm. would be. So I was kind of like hesitant to tell my grad school friends that I'm like, kind of pining after this missionary <laughs> yeah were you at byu for your master's too university of utah so i i did both okay. um okay which is blasphemous um in a lot of families wow. you're either you're either a byu fan or a utah fan and wow i couldn't care less about sports <laughs> so i was like i'm just gonna i'm going fellas yeah, sorry. sorry um <laughs> But yeah, and so he came back and then we immediately were in a relationship, like within a week, yeah. basically. Wow. And then, um, yeah, he started going to the University of Utah. And then, yeah. For he, his master's or for his? His undergrad um, still. And okay. Did he, do you take a break? Is that I can't remember mm-hmm. what ages stuff happens. Okay. Yeah. So usually you can defer... Um, okay. especially if you go to a Utah school, they all know what's going they get on. It. Yeah. Um, but he came back, started, at, um, doing prereqs for the computer science department and cool. he actually has not finished. Um, wow. Yeah, so he got his associates and then he went to like a coding boot camp, and cool. now he makes more money than I do, even with Good a master's degree. <laughs> Good for Which him. <laughs> not, no, I mean, it, it works for a family. It's great, but it's totally so not frustrating at all. Yeah, it's like, hmm, all of my loans are going to good use, it seems like. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but he's been very gracious. Mm-hmm. You know, we're working on paying them off together, but um, totally. Yeah, I mean, we just connected right away. It was like a yeah. love story. 10 years in the making kind of. Wow. Um, I didn't realize that y'all knew each other from so long before. Yeah. Well, and it's so funny because like I'll talk to people like you from high school or mm-hmm. other people and I'm like, we're kind of high school sweethearts because I met him like right between. Yeah. Um, But he's been around for like a really long time. Wait, so was it after your senior year or before your senior year? After, right after. And okay. so. Cool. This camp, like, usually you don't go after you graduate high school, and mm-hmm. I wasn't planning on it, but um, I had a little sister who was just starting to go to EFY, and mm-hmm. she was a little shy and was like, oh, just come one more time. Like, I need emotional support. And I was like, ah, oh, fine, I'll go. And I'm, I'm glad fate. I did. So Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so sweet. Yeah. Um, how long did y'all date before you got married? So we dated officially for a year. Um, which is actually very long in Utah. Yeah. Um, What's normal? Oh, like you date for like a semester and then you're married. (gasps) It's what insanity. Um, Why? Well, I'm Mormon people who are dating. Well, you're very strongly to get uh, encouraged to get married as soon as possible. And then also people um, in Mormonism, you know, are instructed not to have sex before marriage. And so they are so extremely like, horny. They gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So that tends to happen pretty, um, pretty quickly. Uh, Mm -hmm. We, you know, uh, Quinn and I are both like, we've always been just, I mean, we were both very believing, like we still Mm -hmm. like were believing members of the church, but Mm -hmm. my family is very strict. His family was Mm -hmm. a a bit less strict. Um, So we've all kind of, I mean, I don't know if you would characterize it the same way, but I feel like we both just kind of picked and chose rules that like we Mm -hmm. felt were and were not stupid. And so, I mean, we both, we technically didn't do anything before we were married but we kind of did yeah so um that's that's how we like (laughs) lasted for a a year um yeah but we also like you know to the rest of the world a year feels very fast um Mm. but uh, we had known each other for so long by that point that's yeah it's like 10 years is like yeah not like he was a rando off an app or something you know (laughs) we had we had laid a lot of that groundwork already like we didn't have to like get to know each other again at a basic level first so we kind of like jumped right into the middle of a relationship yeah definitely um yeah that's so sweet (laughs) and then i mean i had had so i mean for the other cast of characters um Mm -hmm. I had had my dog for a year before we started dating. Um, cool. She's. Did you get him? Did you get her in college? I got her while you're in school. A month before grad school started, which wow. I would never would never do again. But yeah, um, that's like dogs are a lot of work. She was a puppy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Brand newborn. Um, oh my god. Yeah, she's really cute, though. She's. <laughs> I I can tell that the chaos of the first year when I was kind of jumping around to different apartments with different roommates and like being gone mm. for a long time for school, like it did a number on her and I'm not sure she's ever fully recovered. So mm. that's not really a choice that I would make again. Um, she's just, she has a hard time socially, loves her family mm. to death, but can't really take her around other dogs, can't really take her around gotcha. kids. How is she with um, your baby? They just kind of, well, she kind of just ignores him, honestly. Oh my God. So, <laughs> She's like, I don't know how to deal with this thing. <laughs> she had a hard time with me when we first brought him home. She was mm. like, I've been replaced. I'm mad Aww. at you. It was like really heartbreaking. And That's then, so sad. Um, but things have kind of calmed down. Um, Good. And then... Yeah, so I think we're actually about to get her some like adult training. Um, oh, cool! Especially as Red gets like a little um, Red is our baby. Um, mm-hmm. As he gets a little older and like wants to interact with her more, we're gonna have to like figure out ways to make sure that she doesn't lunge. And I mean, she's yeah. six pounds, so it's not like she can do a lot of damage. But yeah, still a little worried. Yeah, you don't want him to have any. Uh- like worries about yeah. dogs or anything. Right. So, yeah. 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 And then we've got little baby red. He's the best. Um, He's so precious. <laughs> thank you. I think, yeah, we think so too. Um, yeah. um, What's his, does he have like a little personality already? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's so outgoing, which is the best. Okay. I'm so 
happy about that. Like anybody mm. knew he meets just huge grin on his face. And Aww. I mean, he's seven months old, so he can barely do anything. Like he's barely sitting up. He's mm. not doing a whole lot. He sleeps a lot. Yeah. But just so giggly, so fun. Um, has he gotten to meet a lot of people like with the pandemic? Has he gotten to like be social? Mostly just family, but um, I did have him in, I have, well, and still do have him in daycare, um, which I think has been so helpful. Honestly, I was, I cannot tell you how anxious I was to, to do that, to do daycare. I'm like, this is my little, I don't want to like give him up for that many hours a day. And it was super sudden too. It was like no daycare to he's gone for nine hours a day. Oh my God. Yeah. That is a long time. Yeah. Um, but it's been great and his teachers love him and like he's all of the other kids, like he's the only baby baby there Mm -hmm. right now. And, um, but they all like take care of him and it's, it's the best. And I think it's helped him get, be really outgoing. Um, Good. Yeah. That's something I wonder about with like babies that were like baby babies during this time, like how that is like <laughs> um, affecting like their personalities and stuff because it's so formative. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm glad he, I'm grateful he has for some that. pals and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> some, yeah. Some little social skills and stuff. But yeah, so just the prettiest smile, like the prettiest little eyes. Like, I don't know. I always always thought because i have mostly sisters i have one Mm -hmm. like much younger brother but um Mm -hmm. yeah i i always saw myself as a girl mom and then yeah when i found out i was having a boy i was like i don't know what to do about this (laughs) what happens with boys (laughs) does quinn have um brothers oh yeah yeah he's got he's got brothers and then on that side so i have the first grandbaby on my side (gasps) oh yeah that's exciting and then he is the sixth grandbaby on his side um so i'm the oldest in my family quinn is the youngest in his family um and so his siblings have kids and they're all boys all of the grandkids are boys so he was like we're definitely having a boy (laughs) um and yeah he's right (laughs) he was right Yeah. Well, may- maybe you can get and um, throw a girl in the mix if you decide to have another baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think we want one more. Um, yeah. Gonna gonna wait a little on that. Um, uh, yeah. But <laughs> totally get that. Yeah. I want to. Um, the plan is get to my thirtieth birthday, which is frighteningly close, and nice. then, um, yeah, figure things out from there. Yeah. Definitely. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, Okay. So, and y'all are living in Salt Lake City. Yes. Yeah. But we're both from Texas. So, we met in San Antonio. um, And then, yeah, I came up for school. Members of his family have just like one by one moved out here. Mm -hmm. Um, His mom, like, was born and raised here in in salt lake and then each of his siblings have kind of made their way up here for different reasons and so he eventually came up here also for went to school and then yeah um yeah and then we've just stuck around i mean i i feel much more at home in the mountains than i ever did in texas yeah so 
Yeah, I mean, Texas, like, especially the area we were in was like just a suburb. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, nothing Keller's, that fancy going on. Right. And Keller is yeah. lovely. Like, there's, mm-hmm. I have a lot more appreciation for it now, like mm-hmm. going back to visit than I think I did when I was there. But yeah, I mean, you knew me, like, I never, <laughs> never had like cowboy boots, never didn't really like country music that much. Like, yeah. I also don't feel like, uh, I think like being up in New York, whenever I tell people I'm from Texas, I was like, oh, you don't really have an accent. Like, I feel like Ke- Keller was very like neutral on the yeah. Texas. Like, you could definitely find, uh, big trucks and stuff, yeah. but I feel like it was like pretty neutral on the like Texas vibes other than being like very very conservative that was very texan yes yes extremely (laughs) yeah i had one grandmother who had a really strong texas accent and so Mm. mine would like sometimes sneak out just whenever i'm around her and then i love southern food it's Mm. like it's the best is there like a Salt in Salt Lake City is there Tex Mex around or that's kind of we actually have a huge chain specifically Tex Mex. Um wow. it's called Cafe Rio. Um is it good? I love it. Quinn thinks it's blasphemous. Um <laughs> but so I I'll, anything you find outside of Texas is a little bit blasphemous, but you know true. what? As long as it's good enough, I'm like, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. And so I like it. Um mm-hmm. And we also, fortunately, we actually have some really good fried chicken out here, which I'm yeah. surprised about. And that's probably yeah. my favorite, like, Southern food. Nice. So, um, actually, I have leftovers in the kitchen of that I need to go eat. But, um, yes. yeah, it's great. And then the only other, like, Texan thing, I, I feel like I don't have an accent. I don't really, mm-hmm. like, it doesn't really come out. But I do, I always tell people, like, you're not going to know I'm really from Texas, but I do. I reserve the right to use y'all whenever I want. And I yes, do. And you know what? Everyone should be using y'all. Yeah. I don't know why that. Ow. Sorry. My cat is like <laughs> going crazy. She, I worked this morning and whenever I, I like worked at a coffee shop mm-hmm. and um, whenever I am gone after, especially after the pandemic, if I'm gone for more than five hours, oh my God, she's like having a cow. So <laughs> she was like. Uh, doing the little paw thing and accidentally got my foot. <laughs> Anyways, y'all is should not be stuck just in the South. It's so useful. We use can't, we use won't. I don't know why y'all is criminalized the way yeah. that it is. <laughs> it's just um, another, is it a contraction? Is that what yes. they call it? Yeah, it's, yes. that's all it is. <laughs> it is so useful. Do people like like make a thing out of it oh they're just like oh y'all but what did they say you guys i know is that well you guys funny enough you guys is actually a huge utah thing like if you see like utah memes like people just say that all the time Um, (laughs) but i'm yeah i i love it i mean i think ain't is a little obnoxious but Mm -hmm. y'all is just so natural and so it's so it natural. It's so useful. I think there's been a bigger y'all, um, like wave in New York because very like a gender neutral kind of like, oh, uh, yeah. interest, which is like great. So y'all is the most useful thing to be like, not use you guys or, um, I guess people say like girlies, I guess, <laughs> but like, um, which 
feels kind of gender neutral, I guess. But, yeah. Um, but y'all is making a, a splash, I think, in my opinion. And I'm like, that seems Here great. for it. I love y'all. Yeah. <laughs> great. Um, yeah. Um, okay. So I think that we have a beautiful picture of who you are right now, what's going on with that. So we'll dive into your backstory. Mm. Um, okay. So you have two sisters. Are those all of your siblings? What's going on there? Yeah. Um, I, so I have two si- sisters and then I have mm-hmm. one much younger brother. Um, cool. is he in high school now? Yeah. He's a freshman. Oh my God. Yeah. So cool. <laughs> you probably, I, I don't know if you ever met him, but like he was a at like baby. choir events and yeah. stuff. He was so little. Yeah. I, I like, can't believe that he's in high school. <laughs> I know. Well, even looking back at our wedding pictures, which was mm-hmm. just it was three and a half years ago, like he mm-hmm. looked like a child in mm-hmm. in those pictures and came up to like my shoulder, and now he's five inches taller than me and wow. has this deep voice and a bunch bunch of acne. Sorry, Joseph. Oh um, my gosh. <laughs> but, <laughs> Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that, Joseph. Um, <laughs> But he, yeah, so I've, I've got him. Um, and then I have a sister who's 26 and she lives, um, you know, here in the area. And then, Mm -hmm. um, a younger sister who is, geez, she just turned 22, I think. But yeah, she just graduated college and yeah, they're both doing well. Um, we, yeah, we try and hang out as much as possible and yeah. Um, what are yeah. they, um, like what she major? what did they major in or what are they majoring in? My old, older, younger sister, mm-hmm. she, um, did exercise science and wellness. And I think she's cool. trying to get in, she doesn't want to go to chiropractor school, but she's <sighs> getting some other certifications so that she can like work in chiropractic offices and like cool. assist and, you know, maybe choose to, you know, do something else later down the road. She's actually worked for my grandfather has kind of a homeopathic health and wellness company um, that does supplements and she's been working for them for a while. So she's kind of in that like just holistic health and wellness space. Um, Cool. And then my younger, younger sister is a, she just graduated in, biology uh with uh, an emphasis in in plants plant biology and has done a lot of research with um you know ecology and sustainability and Mm -hmm. um a whole bunch of stuff that i think is really important but goes way over my head and (laughs) um yeah i mean she's the classic like i'm actually gonna start watching her dog tonight because she's about to go on this 10 day wilderness trip where she's like i'll give my number to the emergency contact but um yeah but that's it (laughs) you won't be able to reach me for 10 days oh Uh, my goodness this whole like nomadic awesome lifestyle that i am just too much of a pansy to (laughs) to venture into yeah (laughs) um do you think that y'all fit into like uh the three sibling thing where like, the oldest is like responsible, like the youngest is like kind of wild child type thing. Huh? Yeah. I never really thought about it that way. I think each of us have like some classic 
like traits. I, I definitely, <laughs> I, I definitely was the tester child and, okay. um, you know, there's going to be some long lasting, you know, tension there. I feel like from yeah. trying to work through that with, with my parents and, did they they were just a lot more lax with your younger siblings oh yes yeah yeah and and I've gotten that like my mom has finally come up to me and been like hey listen I'm so sorry that I was so strict with your like high school attendance I've since realized that it doesn't matter (laughs) and I'm sure it feels like it does I can imagine like being a parent being like I cannot mess this child Mm -hmm. up (laughs) you know like so yeah yeah sure it is like Um, I feel like, yeah, my other sister does have some like classic middle child tendencies, just, Mm um, you know, I, and I don't even know how to like describe it really, but like, just definitely feels like a middle child. And then, um, my younger sister, it's interesting because she, she and I are a lot more similar, um, than our, our middle sister, but like, I don't know. I feel like I, I kind of paved the way for faith crises and, and being mm-hmm. a little, living a little outside the box when it comes to yeah. like conservatism and Mormonism. And she took those things and, you know, I'm, I'm glad to have a pal in that respect in the family, mm-hmm. but then has kind of taken and, and run with them a little bit, bit more like, I'm still at the end of the day, like I have a house and a husband and a dog and a baby and a job and like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not that crazy, you know? Yeah. Um, (laughs) And she's out in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. Not, (laughs) not crazy by any means. That's probably the best way to describe it. But yeah, like just, uh, you know, living her life, doing, totally taking, going where the wind takes her, which is not something I, yeah. I'm quite as, I'm just not as adventurous. Yeah. Good for her though. That's cool. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, totally. And then who knows about our brother? Like he's just, he's so chill though, in some ways, like, well, in most ways, like, you know, he, I think he's still very active in the church just Mm -hmm. because he lives in my parents' house still. Yeah. but, you know, I'll be like, oh, who are you dating now? Like, are there any cute girls or guys? I don't care. Mm-hmm. And Whatever's he's like, going on. Yeah. He's like, listen, Brittany, I'm homosexual, not homosexual. And I'm <laughs> like, like that's, that's just not, um, I mean, it's just like such a chill response that I like would not have mm-hmm. expected growing up in the yeah. house that I did. And he, he just kind of is just a sponge and like we'll take all of the perspectives from around him so i'm excited to see where he lands yeah is he doing like future. sports and stuff or he's like artsy um a little of both he he's does wrestling and soccer and i cool. think one more but i'm forgetting um but yeah definitely sporty but he mm-hmm. also like he loves baking which i Aww. love that's too, so, sweet. so we'll like chat about it and then yeah i mean video games that whole you know, typical 15 yeah. year old stuff yeah yeah <laughs> to be a teen to be young and <laughs> oh, play your little video games <laughs> good times um how are your parents what are they up to um 
Yeah, they're they're good. I just saw them yesterday. Actually, they came in like overnight for my sister's graduation. They oh, are, wow. um, yeah. My dad is a family practice doctor, and then um, my mom has had like some odd jobs here and there over the past couple of years, but she has mostly been just a stay at home mom. Cool. Um. I, I shouldn't say just a stay at home mom, but like, you know, like that was, that was her mission in life her really. Gig. Yeah. And now she's approaching being an empty nester. And so I can definitely tell she's trying to figure out what to do next. And I think she's taken on recently a pretty big role in, in the church um, cool. organization down in Texas. Yeah. And yeah, they still live there with my brother. Um do you think that they'll move up here after, um, since all there's so many of you that are now in um, Utah? Do you think that they'll move up to Utah? It it's possible. I I thought I felt a lot stronger that they would um, probably a year ago, just when you know we were expecting this baby, and um, yeah. but then you know both my sisters have graduated, and I don't know that either of them are planning to stick around. Mm. At, at least not more than a couple years. We don't have, like, I don't have any plans to leave. Um, mm-hmm. And so that would be great if they wanted to. Yeah. And then a handful of each of my parents, well, at least my mom's siblings have moved out here. And so they come and visit a lot more often than they ever have yeah. before. Um, but we'll see. I, I don't know. I mean, there I, is a big, uh, a big like Mormon uh, community in Texas, which oh yeah. After leaving Keller, I was I like realized that 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 like there's not that many like Mormons in other places, right? Um, why it's do you know why why there are some like why the community was so big? Yeah, uh, well, I think just in general, like Mormons congregate in other like strongly religious, especially Christian mm-hmm. areas. Mm-hmm. Um. And I mean, well, there, there's a lot about Keller too that is just super family friendly, which is very totally. important. Um, totally. And, you know, places that have a lot of like really conservative values. And uh, so Texas is kind of ripe for that. Yeah, and definitely. Salt Lake City, of course, is like church headquarters. Um, yeah. And then, I mean, there are other like offshoots which aren't necessarily like strongly religious areas, but I think they've just like kind of developed a Mormon community over time. I know Mm -hmm. like a lot of places around Phoenix, Arizona have a lot of big Mormon communities. And then um, ironically, right outside Vegas um, in in Henderson, there's like a huge Mormon community. Um, And then like little pockets of California and I don't know. I it just kind of springs up wherever, and well, and I think just anywhere that's good for families, like some Mormon families will move in and kind of spread the word, and then it just builds from there. Cool. But what is really interesting is ever since moving to Salt Lake City, I've noticed that everywhere else I've lived, it's very binary. Like in Texas and down in Provo, just an hour south of here, it's very. you're in or you're out. Like you're, there's really oh. no gray area. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But here in Salt Lake, it's like a huge spectrum. Like you have people who are, I mean, you're just right at the epicenter. So you hear all of the good and all of the bad and just trying to figure out where you fit into that. So there's been a lot more nuance that I've experienced right here in the headquarters than I ever thought possible. Yeah. Wait, so you mean nuance between like um, people that are in the church and not in the church or people within the church and like different types of like beliefs within the church? Kind of both. So there's a lot, um, there's a lot of people who, you know, consider themselves like, you know, semi-practicing, like, you know, we'll go on, you know, Easter and Christmas or like we'll go whenever our family really wants us to, but I don't really believe it. Or like people who we, you know, they're, they're kind of called cafeteria Mormons. Like you go in mm-hmm. and you just pick and choose the beliefs that like resonate with you and then kind of ignore everything else, which is not really a, a practice that the church condones. Yeah. Um, they see things, you know, in my experience, like right from the top, they say, th- they see things as very, you're in or you're out, but The actual lived experience of the member or, you know, people with that culture background here, here in Salt Lake City just has a lot more nuance, like people who, Mm. you know, you, you have a lot of like really active Mormons who, you know, despite the church's teachings on like LGBT practices, they're like, yeah, I'm just going to ignore that you know, hashtag yeah. pride forever. Like, yeah, I've got um, a life to live. <laughs> yeah. I need to go do some stuff. So, yeah. So that's been really great. And I think that's kind of allowed me to explore how I feel about it all. Um, mm-hmm. and, and have the freedom to do that sitting, like living here in Salt Lake, whereas, mm-hmm. you know, down in, in Keller, like, it's such kind of a a more tight knit community and everyone's just in each other's business Mm because like you're either Mormon and you show up to church or you're Mormon, but you don't show up to church and everybody knows that you're not showing up. So everybody like knows that something's going on and that just doesn't exist here, which is really great. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's cool. Um, Okay. So in, so high school. Yes. Well, switch gears to high school. What was going on in high school? What were you involved in? Who are you hanging out with? What's the deal? Uh, yeah. So uh, I feel like you and I actually had kind of like this strong Venn diagram of, of yeah. friends. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Um, so I was... You, I, you were the first person I sat next to in um, high school choir. We were in the alto section and I oh, was really yes. nervous to be in high school. And I was like, oh, she seems nice. Aww, aww. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I did I choir and theater stuff. I don't think mm-hmm. I was like a major superstar at either. Um, mm-hmm. Like I, I did choir council just I yeah. mean, mostly because I thought it would look good on a resume um yeah but, I thought you were very involved and had a lot of friends <laughs> yeah I mean like yeah I mean I I enjoyed it it was mm-hmm. the reason I kept going to school like I loved music and mm-hmm. um you know performing and I just got a lot out of it um mm-hmm. I don't think you know I I was I was no Kelsey Harper and I was no oh my god <laughs> No, thinking. Stephanie, like, I, <laughs> Stephanie. you know, there's, 
just these absolute powerhouses. And I feel like I was, I was a good addition to the ensemble, mm -hmm. but I would always like choke when I was trying out for solos. Like mm -hmm. I, I thought I had scary good skills, but like mm -hmm. I, you know, when push came to shove and I had to like perform, I just kind of fell apart. So, um, yeah. I wasn't like the number one, like, I'm going to be considered for this role or this part. Mm -hmm. Like, Although really. you got a callback for um, Audrey in yes. um, Little Shop. So, <laughs> yes, huge. True. And that, that's why I find so interesting. I think it was Little Shop and then like that boy. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. I totally forgot about that. Boy. You and I were both like considered for the same parts, which is so interesting because we don't look similar yeah. And we don't have the same, like, vocal part, I don't think. Yeah. Like, I am a strong alto two, and I think mm -hmm. you ended up in soprano, right? Yeah, soprano one. Yeah. I don't know why I was an alto, like, whatever. So, yeah, I don't, <laughs> my freshman like, year, who knows what was going on. <laughs> so, I have no idea why you and I were, like, put against each other so many times, or at yeah. least those two times, but... um yeah, I mean, so it was fun. Like it was, it was a lot of fun to be involved in those things. Um, you know, I just had the time of my life, and I think it was the year mm -hmm. before you got to high school. I was in Les Mis, but I was literally I'm so jealous. <laughs> I was the last person on the program because I was a freshman and I was mm -hmm. not considered for a lead role. So I was mm -hmm. fully in the ensemble, and my name was at the bottom of the, yeah. the alphabet. So. But you know what? People scan through the middle. They remember the top and the bottom. So there you go. <laughs> there you are. <laughs> but it was honestly like, I've loved Les Mis. I know how basic mm -hmm. that is, but like I was raised on that musical and it was honestly like just life changing to be a part of. And I know that that sounds so stupid, like for just a high school production. No, but, it like, doesn't sound stupid. <laughs> it was like a spiritual experience, honestly. Wow. And I it just gave me that like performing bug and mm -hmm. um, you know, that's what kind of kept me in choir and like close yeah. to theater. And I didn't really do much of it in college. I would have loved to do a lot more. It was just so time consuming. Mm -hmm. Like you had to be a theater major. Yeah. Although I will say my senior year in college, I auditioned for, they like opened this one show to anybody at the university who wanted to try mm -hmm. out. And I was the only non-theater major for any part that got a callback. So, ah! and so there you go. There you go. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I was considered for Caroline Bingley in Pride and Prejudice, which I think would have been so much fun. Yeah. I would have loved to like just channel that bitchy energy. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but it was a, it was a really fun process to go through, and um, yeah. if I ever get an opportunity to not have to have like a nine to five job, mm -hmm. yeah, once I get the student loans paid off, like yes. I really want to get back into community theater. And yeah, oh, in in grad school, I was invited. They had a professional Salt Lake choir that. Um, my friend was a part of and they needed extra voices. So I was able to wow. participate in that. And we were, we were like the music behind this like dance company performance. And cool. 
it was very challenging. It was the hardest piece of music I think I've ever learned, but it was, was it classical or like, mm-hmm. uh, okay, cool. Yeah. It was wow. kind of like, it, it, it was very like chamber choir, mm. almost felt like Gregorian, but like, I don't like know. Very straight. Yeah. But it was, yeah. it was fascinating. It was a lot of fun and I just missed it even more. So one yeah. day I'll get back to it, but I wish there was more. Uh, I wish there were more adult choirs. That's something mm-hmm. that I like. I'm like, I want the choir to be good. I want to practice once a week mm-hmm. because we all have jobs. But I, I also want it to be. I want everyone to be good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think it'd be really fun. I, I would love to join an adult choir. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was so much fun. Like, I mean, it was definitely a by audition only. Mm. Um, typically cool. sort of group. I, I was just invited in because they yeah. needed people, but mm-hmm. I, I think that same choir has like a bunch of people in, um, the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Like, so cool. they shared some members, which was cool. Yeah. Although that choir is now called Mormon is a bad word now, apparently. So oh, is it really? Oh, sorry. Well, well, I didn't realize the church has decided that we need to be called strictly called members of the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So that's a mouthful. Yeah. And so the Mormon tabernacle choir has been renamed to the tabernacle choir at temple square, I think, but still very, very talented. Why are they moving away from uh, Mormon? They're just like, we're done with that. Well, (laughs) it's, my my personal belief and the belief of a lot of former members of the church is that um there's a lot in the age of the internet there's a lot more mm-hmm. like anti-mormon stuff that you can find online mm-hmm. so if you search mormon you're going to get a lot of like critical stuff mm-hmm. and so i think it's a pr move personally they're rebranding mm-hmm. gotcha um the reasoning that they have or that they've explained is that, you know, Mormon was always a nickname. Like we've always been Latter-day Saints. We've always been, you know, Church of Jesus Christ. And so we're just going to like cancel the word Mormon from our vocabulary. (laughs) Um, but so is it anyway. a bad is it a bad word to say? I don't want oh, to be like no, out no, here no, no, throwing no. around. <laughs> okay. No, I think the whole thing is I, I say that very tongue in cheek. Like the whole cool. thing is kind of a, a silly move in my opinion. But yeah. Yeah. But so are are you still part of the church or you're like adjacent? Or Yeah. So I would consider myself um post Mormon. So okay. I, you know, born and raised I believed it most of my life and even into my adult life. Um, did you go on a mission? I did not. Um, okay. I actually submitted mission papers and wow. um, was called to Copenhagen, wow. which would have been, I think, very cool. But mm-hmm. um, it, I had some health issues going on at the time mm. and it, it just didn't feel right to go. But um Definitely. Yeah, I, so, you know, my parents are still super strong. I have one sister who's still very committed to the church, who knows mm-hmm. about my brother again. Um, and then it's, it's kind of a mixed bag on both sides mm-hmm. of our family. Um, but yeah, I, 
it is not an easy religion to leave, although it is very, like I said, it's very rewarding and um, nice to experience that spectrum here in Salt Lake City and realize that, yeah, there there's going to be a lot of people that, that do judge you for leaving, but then there's a lot of people who are living in it the exact same way that I am, yeah. um, which is super comforting. So what I'll say is like, I feel very like culturally Mormon in the sense mm-hmm. that like, I mean, it's the same way I feel like a lot of Catholics who you know, they still feel the Catholic guilt and they still like, yeah, there's a, there's a lot that they hold really dear about that experience. And so for mm-hmm. me, that's like the emphasis on service and like loving mm-hmm. others and like prioritizing family, like all of that I got from my upbringing, but I cannot condone like their stance on like the LGBT community. And, mm-hmm. you know, they've had, so many chances up until now to like get with the times and mm-hmm. you know pr- kind of practice what they preach and like be a lot more Christ-like and they just mm-hmm. are choosing not to and it's just not something I can be a part of. Yeah. And I've definitely changed my opinions over time just having you know gone to school and like learned new ex- um you know perspectives it's it's hard for me to like consider myself like truly Christian. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I would consider myself probably a hopeful agnostic at this point. Yeah, um, definitely. And yeah, so it's like, I'm, I'm around it all the time. I still have mm-hmm. to deal with all of the, you know, stuff with my, you know, those interactions with my parents. It's something I, I, it's a choice. I don't think they'll ever fully understand. Yeah. Um, so you're like open with them about, Oh yeah, they certainly know. Um, they haven't yeah. been particularly interested in you know learning the reasons behind the choice. Yeah, that that much. I, I think they probably, to an extent, feel like I'm a bit misguided or mm-hmm. um, you know have have made a bad choice. I, and I think it's probably difficult for them to reconcile the fact that like you know, the church tells them that anybody who leaves is just on a really bad path or on this downward spiral to Mm self-destruction. But I'm like, uh, I'm kind of doing good. Like I, yeah, you're living a really nice life. Yeah. Like I'm, I mean, yeah, I've, I go see a therapist once a month to like deal with the trauma that I experienced from the church and from our relationship. But like, I mean, I'm not, I I did like maybe a little bit of partying and going out and drinking in mm-hmm. grad school and I still like enjoy a glass of wine and I mm-hmm. uh, probably smoke more weed than I should but um it happens yeah. it happens <laughs> yeah. but like um I mean yeah like I said I settled down and got married and had a baby and um and have like a lovely job like yeah yeah. I've got a solid job and Mm -hmm. I mean Friday nights I'm not going out I'm like sitting I'm parked right here in bed Mm -hmm. watching chopped like it's not yeah (laughs) like that hasn't changed um Mm -hmm. yeah definitely so yeah it's it's interesting like they have this whole curriculum around like how to save the wayward people who have decided Mm -hmm. to leave and it's 
just like guys it's not that deep like i just yeah i'm still the same person um yeah but yeah i like still know all the lingo um mm-hmm. and i still feel like that's going to be a huge just part of who i am as much as, yeah or as little as i'm practicing yeah well like I, I don't know the lessons you learn when you're growing up are so like fundamental you know what mm-hmm. i mean like it really sticks with you like yeah uh what uh you were like raised to doing mm-hmm. so. yeah i yeah. feel like i totally got off track with your question but no no i'm i'm chatting yeah. <laughs> um yeah it isn't i feel like um yeah so many of my friends from high school we're more men um mm-hmm. and um a lot of them are up in that area now so i'm like here like everyone seems uh, happy and like has like kids i don't know if you can hear my cat being like oh, so yeah. annoying in the middle of this like oh, nice conversation um sorry about her ignore her oh no worries. um um yeah so it's like interesting to see what everybody is like doing and mm-hmm. stuff like that yeah um yeah i'm sorry she's oh. so annoying i'm no embarrassed <laughs> um um okay so high school um yeah so okay so high school so we were doing all the choir Mm -hmm. stuff we also dated the same guy oh my gosh yeah we'd be remiss to leave that piece of info out yeah (laughs) um he's sweet he seems like he's doing really well he has two kids or yeah he has two kids yeah 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 that's I actually didn't get to hear a whole lot about your experience at the time. I know for me, like <laughs> we we were only official for like three months and then mm. he called it off very suddenly. Mm. Uh, I was super heartbroken. It was yes. my first, it was my first relationship. Um, it feels like it went on for a lot longer than three months. I guess high school is hard to track because like yeah. two weeks can be forever, but I don't know. It felt like it was longer. We were like best friends for long. I feel like a lot of that relationship kind of mirrors things with Quinn. And you know, what's funny. Mm. I think they actually have a very similar personality. Um, oh, really? So I, yeah, I mean, I think it, it's hard and it was so long ago, but I remember the only explanation I really got was like, Oh, it just doesn't feel right. But I do remember mm that like I was having some issues with my family at the time and I was kind of being a little dramatic about it. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of rubbed him the wrong way. Like I, that was the first like experience in our relationship where he was like, I don't really like the way you're reacting to this. And, yeah. um, and then the next week we were broken up and it was wow. really sad. And I was not, uh, I mean, it took me most of the rest of that year to bounce back, honestly, because I was just so like confused. And was that your junior year? Senior year. Your senior year. Um, okay. And yeah, it was not the best senior year. But um, well, and just we were we had all of the same friends in common. We were on spirit yeah. crew together. We were in choir together. And like I was looking forward to this like amazing senior year. We were doing we were doing all the same stuff and had this like really yeah. strong group of friends but oh well um yeah but it was so funny like he he seems like so universally loved by everybody and mm. i remember i was at stephanie's wedding 
And, oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, and like so many people from our friend group came to her yeah. reception. And I, mm. and my, my parents were there. My mom so sweet. loves him. Um, Stephanie's husband? No, our, I don't know. Oh, what what really? should we call him? Uh, let's just call him generic <laughs> white boy millennial yeah. name Andrew or something. If you if you picked a name, listeners, any name you pick is you probably picked the right name. Yeah. <laughs> like just like a guy that went to your high school. Yes, he's sweet. I have nothing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, a very like normal Keller name, right? But <laughs> it was so funny. We were at Stephanie's reception, and my mom. Mm. Like, well, you know, he came up in conversation and then everyone is mm. like, ah, oh, he's so great. He's so great. He's the best. <laughs> and like Quinn was there with me. We weren't mm. engaged yet, but we were like definitely on the way. Yeah. Um, and everyone was there just like, oh, isn't he the best? Like our shared ex-boyfriend. Yeah. And like my mom got in on it and like I was just sitting there like, guys, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> Uh, you're right. He's he's great, but uh, my my actual like future husband <laughs> probably is Quinn sitting great? right here. Like, yeah. how great is he? Um, so it's just yeah. it was humorous. So yeah, but yeah, how yeah. was that experience for you? It was good. Um, he so. Brittany is a year older than me, and I didn't date Zach until Brittany was fully graduated and had met Quinn. So yes, there wasn't true. A, no crossover, any, any no listeners. hard feelings whatsoever. Yeah, it was um, uh, probably over a full year later. Yeah. But um, we like, I honestly am like trying to even remember a timeline. Like we went to homecoming together, so that had to have been like. September and then broke up after uh we broke up after um spring break because it was the year that the choir was going to Italy like though like one oh, year we went yeah. abroad so we went abroad and um I mean as we were about to go to college so it was kind of like uh like what's we definitely weren't going to the same college so right. it's kind of like well, kind of like what's going on. So we like, I came home and we were like, well, I guess we're breaking up now. <laughs> um, so yeah, we like, but still there was like a choir banquet and prom left. Mm-hmm. Um, but he went with someone else. I cannot, I don't remember. I went with Chase Austin Cobb, um, to choir banquet because I would have gone by myself, but I was choir president and I had to sit up at the front to like make a speech and whatever. So I wasn't going to sit up there by myself and I wasn't going to sit up with there with Zach. Oh shit. I'll believe it. Off. Um, <laughs> so, um, cause you know, yeah, whatever, yeah, but yeah. So it had been, yeah. So I guess like, you know, it was like a senior year. It was like we both weren't going to the same college. And I'm pretty sure he started dating his wife like as soon as he went to college. Yeah. So it was kind of like uh, I was like, OK, great. <laughs> like yeah. in college where I was like, you know, right. I, I had um, college boyfriends or yeah. their own breed. But <laughs> um, good times. I, it was like a pretty – a pretty normal like high school experience i think totally with, I, I no um negative feedback i don't think yeah yeah and I, but he or any member of his current family are listening yeah, yeah. <laughs> no n- no sweat like 
Yeah. Your family's adorable. Like I, they are. <laughs> I'm so happy. Yeah. That his, everything worked the, out. His daughters are so cute. Yeah. Um, I actually saw him and his wife at, um, twice at TMEA. Oh. Um, so I like caught up with them a few times and, uh, I went to their wedding too. Oh, wow. <laughs> Randomly. <Nice>. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. it was a pretty amicable, like, well, um, amicable, like breakup. If, if I'm remembering right, I think part of the breakup was like, if we break up now, as opposed to like right at the end of like the year or the end of summer, we have time to like be friends again before mm. like leaving for school. And I think it worked fine. We don't like keep up really, but yeah, went to his wedding and. I, if I was in Keller for some reason, yeah. like I would catch up. So, awesome. have you seen him since? Um, yeah. Well, he actually like became a Mormon for like a month. Oh, I he, forgot about yeah, that. He yeah, he got baptized, and then I think very quickly came to the same realization, or you know, similar. He he had his own journey, but like yeah, came to the realizations that I eventually came to like several years later, and mm-hmm. was like. Mm, this actually isn't for me but like i get it like all you know just like so many of the people from keller like it's a huge group of people it's very influential group of people it really Um, is and everyone is so all like everyone is so well liked and like um even like i can't remember why but um i think like michael anderson Mm -hmm. brought me and like a group to like the before class that you guys would have like oh, before yeah, seminary yeah mm-hmm. yeah so I felt like you know mm-hmm. a lot of mormon friends so right. <laughs> why not try it out yeah so i think we i mean we you know it took most of my senior year before like i was just chill being friends with him again yeah um and then yeah, I think we hung out a couple times during the summer I came home after my freshman year in college. But then, yeah, by that point, he was like heading to college and had found his wife. And yeah, yeah. so we we haven't really kept I think I like sent them a message to congratulate them on their first baby. But yeah, um, yeah. other than that, like things seem to be going really well. And yeah, <laughs> um, yeah and for me too so it all worked out yes it all worked out perfectly um all's well (laughs) yeah what a funny coincidence (laughs) yeah yeah we did have like a lot of overlap in in high school experience (laughs) totally although i Um, was i think oh sorry go ahead no no no. what were you gonna say i was gonna say i think another one of your questions on your list was like were you popular or not and the answer for me is like definitely not so i don't that's true i think i think you were like i think well like choir popular which is how i felt i was too like in like in like uh you know the popular kids that were like drinking i was you know no weren't really part of that but choir i think we were well liked in choir yeah i like well it was interesting because i was no um there were definitely a lot of people who were like for lack of a better term, like total suck ups. Mm-hmm. And um, I just wasn't one of like, I participated and I was friends with mm-hmm. a lot of people, but like, uh, Chi Chi like did not like me very much. What? <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, and wow. I was like late all the time. And like, I, you know, I was not part of the group that was like welcome to come and just chill at lunch in the choir hall. Like, didn't you though? 
no, I no, I, I'm telling like my fresh, my senior year, especially after the breakup, like mm. I like, he was the only friend I had in like the lunch period that I had. And so Ugh. he was going to the choir thing and like, I didn't have anybody else in the cafeteria. So I like ate a ton of lunches alone in the library. Like I'm. <gasps> oh my God. I didn't know. Yeah. Like I was not. I, so I think my niche in high school I don't think anybody disliked me mm-hmm. um I was kind of a floater like I had yeah. people who you know I would say hi to in the hallway in the, like the mm-hmm. super duper super duper popular crowd um yeah. and then like Stephanie and Sydney were both nominated for homecoming queen like so like I had yeah. I had you know, I, I had people that were like really popular and well liked and mm-hmm. you know, our shared ex boyfriend was very universally was very beloved. Well-liked. I think he was also on Homecoming Court. Oh, it wouldn't I honestly me. don't remember. <laughs> yeah. Um but like but yeah, so I had I, I kind of floated around mm-hmm. among like the popular crowd and then like the definitely not popular crowd. Like I had a couple mm-hmm. like like weird goth friends um and then i but yeah like no outside of like stephanie and sydney like i didn't have like a core just like Mm. huge group that i kind of flocked to and so i don't think anybody really hated me but i was not i was like far from the first person anyone thought of like in any group um At least that was my experience. But I do remember, I, like, Stephanie especially saying that, like, you know, oh, like, I just thought you were super intimidating. And I was like, me? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think maybe – would you consider yourself more, like, introverted? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that may be, like – I think a lot of people like that are, are introverted, like have the same thing where like, people are telling me that I seem intimidating and I'm not. I'm just like, you know, quiet at first or whatever. Yeah. Well, and then senior um, year, I was very depressed. So um, yeah. there was probably some of that too. But totally. I, Your, a first breakup is like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was that. And then like, I just, yeah, my family was ha- like having some mm-hmm. hard stuff going on and I was I just didn't feel like I had anywhere to turn so there mm. was there yeah. was that and stressed about going to college and applying and yeah. all that and but <coughs> excuse me um but yeah that that was my perspective I didn't I didn't feel hated like I didn't feel invisible except for yeah. when I was eating alone in the <laughs> library but like yeah. I I did not feel like popular at all. Yeah. What about college? By the, did you like kind of flourish in college more? I think so. Like cool. I, it was kind of a fresh slate. I feel like and yeah, and nobody really cared, which was the best. Like I yeah. was hanging out with people who were who like they definitely were like the king of the high school and yeah. Um, and did a lot of people from our high school your year go up with you to BYU? Um, a handful. So I was roommates with Corinne. Oh, um, cool. Uh, she's doing year. great too. Yeah, yeah. She's doing yeah. awesome. Engaged. Just bought a house. They're engaged? Yes. Yeah. Oh, good for her. 
I know. I'm yeah. Went to Yale. Went really to having, Yale. Yeah. She's doing amazing. Love it. Yeah. And I, I still, I have, I mean, so as, as weird as my relationship is with religion right now, like mm-hmm. I definitely found a home at BYU and like, cool. there are a lot of very not cool people at BYU. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt like, again, just the, the difference of like experiences that everybody brought to the table was just so awesome. And like, nobody mm-hmm. cared if you were popular or not yeah. Um, in high school. And so I really just, I found my crowd, which was great. Yeah. Um, Do you keep up with them a lot? Yeah. I mean, I'm still a pretty introverted person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I definitely have kind of like pared it down to like my core people but for the most part like yeah i have friends from byu that i'm gonna have forever yeah um and a lot of them i just met randomly like um you know i i sort of did roommate roulette my sophomore year and just got but like two of them in particular they're twin sisters and they I mean, we don't talk like every, I don't talk to anybody mm. every day anymore. Yeah. I don't um, either. <laughs> like I'm, just, I'm too old for that. Um, but like I, yeah, like friends for life and, yeah. um, yeah, it's the best. And like, I didn't have like necessarily really strong extracurriculars or like mm. crowds that I would fall into, but just the ability to meet tons of different people through, um yeah uh, you know, I did a study abroad which was great and where Paris it was ah! yeah still a huge francophile love it yes yes <laughs> um, so yeah did that um still keep in touch with some people from there you know had some friends from the psych program and the French program and Cool. Yeah. And well, and then that's the other thing in instead of like sororities or anything like that you're basically split based on where you live into um, wards that you would go to church with. So that's oh. like the group of people you go to church with. And so it allowed you Do to you get, get to pick. No, no, no. Okay. They just like kind of set you up. Yeah. It's all done geographically. Um, okay. But I mean, I was for the most part really lucky with those groups and made a, a ton mm-hmm. of friends because you get really close to your neighbors mm-hmm. And, you know, they do a ton of activities like BYU is, is a very social place. And so, cool. yeah, I kind of felt at home there, even though I moved away from the, the religious aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Like it was a, it was is a great place to go there, to school. Is everybody Mormon that goes to BYU or just most? Or? Most. So okay. you have to either be um, – a member or you have to go through certain channels to get what's called okay. an ecclesiastical endorsement. So mm-hmm. you would go through, like if, if you lived in Keller and you weren't Mormon and you wanted to go to BYU, you would go through a church leader in Keller and they would kind of like write a letter of recommendation on your behalf. Okay. Um, Is it private? Yeah. Yeah. It's a private university. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I thought it was public. Mm-mm. I think any school that has you at the end, I thought NYU was uh public too and mm. so that is private oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it sounds like it would be public right like give right. it a fancy name if it's going to be private but right. okay that makes more sense than that BYU is um private yeah yeah and it's I mean for the level of education that you get 
it's so cheap, especially if you're a member. Um, so that, that would be the only disadvantage. It costs about twice as much if you're not Mormon. Um, but yeah. And you, you know, they, it's been in the news. Uh, I don't know if it's made it to New York, but they've had some Mm -hmm. big controversies with their honor code that you have to sign. Um, like you can get big expelled. Like if you are caught, you know, cavorting with the opposite sex too much or, um, or they can expel you. Yeah. Or living an LGBT lifestyle. And so there's been a lot of, yeah, it's, it's, there's been like protests and they've been trying to rewrite the rules or their people are, um, advocating for that pretty strongly yeah. right now. But wow, I didn't realize you could get expelled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And <laughs> I broke a ton of rules. Um I just <laughs> never got caught. So Yeah. Um sorry. Did you have um I see you have a tattoo now. Oh yes. Too. Um did you get that in college still or that's like also would get you expelled? You wouldn't get expelled for a tattoo. You would probably get a talking to. Um, okay. But I got, so I got this little guy. It says all good on it. Oh, um, it's cute. Right after. That's a good spot for it. It's on, it's on her wrist. Yes. <laughs> or on like the back, like, I don't yeah. know, the, by the pinky thing, like pinkies, oh, pinky it's, fingers. Oh, it's actually by my thumb. So. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. It's on her thumb side. Um, it says all good, just kind of as a mantra. Mm. Um, got that shortly into grad school at the cool. University of Utah. And that place, it's all different. Like they, you can do that is a public university. Cool. Their only honor code rules are basically no cheating. That's sort of. That's so, a good so, rule. <laughs> yeah. Um, this one I actually got recently. Um, it's cool. About a year ago, I was. It's a Scandinavian rune symbol for health and vitality. Cool. Um, and why, like, what, like, drew you to that? Yeah. So I was, I spent most of the summer very um, sick. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it would have been 2019. I, yeah, I was kind of bouncing back and forth. Um, sorry, mm-hmm. TMI between, um, uh, like it, it was a lot of like yeast infection, like Ugh. reproductive health stuff. It totally. was this yeah. kind of downward spiral and like the medication for one infection would cause another one. Mm-hmm. And it was miserable. I was so yeah. uncomfortable and on antibiotics Ugh, for like three months straight. Um, and yeah, it just did a really a big number on me physically and emotionally. Totally. And yeah. so when I finally broke out of that, I was like, mm-hmm. I need this was like really the hardest health issue I've gone through so far. Yeah. And so I need a way to like if something like this happens again, just a, like a reminder that you can get through it. And so mm-hmm. I thought this was a beautiful symbol. I had It's really nice. A friend kind of like embellish it a little bit um cool. the design and then i had it done and yeah it's my parents have yet to acknowledge it so <laughs> i i got the it's just mine is just like a little cat oh, it doesn't uh, really mean anything other than no, i yeah. wanted a cat on there yeah. but um i only have seen my parents at christmas with it but it was uh, i mean they know about it but it was like long sleep weather so yes uh, 
I like towards the end of my like time at home, I was like, showed my mom. She's like, okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so, yeah. She's like, it's bigger than I would have recommended. I was like, well, it's there now. So <laughs> yeah. Well, and I'm starting to plan. I think eventually I wanted to do like a quarter sleeve. Um, cool. So I'm starting to think through that. But yeah, oh, that's cool. I I want something. Um, I think I'm gonna do. Well, I guess I'm committing to this on air, but we'll see if it okay. changes. Um, <laughs> you know, doing, we, the listeners are gonna hold you to it. Yeah. <laughs> Do a, um, I kind of want some kind of like flower bouquet where each one like cool. represents like me and Quinn and our baby and oh. our dog and something that can be like added to mm-hmm. um, or like I want like a flower that I can like fill in when my dog eventually passes away. Like yeah. something that can just kind of like represent and change and grow like yeah. as our family changes. So And like honor each little like important thing. Yeah, exactly. So that's cool. We'll see, I have to finish designing it, but yeah. Ah, that is exciting. Post picks. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Amazing. Okay. So I think we have like a beautiful backstory for you. <laughs> um, what we're going to move into goals and what? Okay. So what's like a big, um, like kind of overarching thing that's like, like long term, whatever. And then a smaller, like kind of inconsequential goal. Mm, great question. So <sighs> overarching goals, I really want to, and I know this just sounds like super boring and like, it, it sounds like inconsequential, I'm sure, compared to like these huge like career goals and stuff mm-hmm. that I'm, I'm sure some of your other guests have had, but I really, I just want to create like a truly like happy environment for my family. Like I, yes. I just dealt with, and you know, it, it's taken me a long time to get to the point where like, I don't blame my parents for, mm-hmm. you know, some of the things that I went through, like they were just very, they're very orthodox. And so mm-hmm. like, the things that the church told them they should punish me for, they did. And it was mm-hmm. very like punitive in a lot of ways. And like, I've just dealt with a lot of shame, like mm-hmm. my whole entire life that I'm still dealing with and like still go to therapy for. And so if I had to like choose one thing, I just like want, like no matter what my my son chooses to do or like any of my kids, um, mm-hmm like right now we don't have like a belief system that we're really following outside of just being good people. And yeah. so I don't want to like pass any of that on to him. Like, and I want there truly to be like open lines of communication and like mm-hmm. seriously tell me if like you need help or like yeah. you don't have to suffer in silence because like I just did so much of that my whole life. And so, yeah. um, And that's really hard because like I I find myself like in my relationship and already in like trying to teach our baby new skills, like falling back on some of the patterns that Mm -hmm. were demonstrated to me growing up. And so it's very important to me that I try and break out of some of those harmful cycles. So yeah, that would be number one. (laughs) Um, Cool. Yeah. I think that's great. That is a... 
not anything that you said about being inconsequential. It's very like consequential. It's a whole life, you know, like, yeah, that's really lovely. Yeah. Well, I think, and then, you know, I, so I'm a huge, hugely into baking and, um, kitchen stuff and, um, love it. And I would love to just get like a home bakery off the ground. It's something I've been trying to do for years and years and I just haven't put enough energy into it. You're making macaroon? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Macarons. I, um, yeah, I can kind of make those in my sleep now, but, um, yeah. So I have like a little Instagram, um, bird double underscore bakes if anyone wants to follow yes. but um yes are, are you still only um in salt lake city you're not mailing anywhere yeah I as mean, soon as you're mailing let me know i'm i'm like first to order if you start mailing stuff come to salt lake and i'll, I'll, <laughs> okay. I'll feed you all the things i really want to go to um yeah like utah and, and do a like hiking thing mm-hmm. everything there's so beautiful so whenever i'm there if, I know if where you I'm do, you should do like a Southern Utah thing and like okay. I'll bring Stephanie. It'll be like a whole thing. Be great. Oh, that would be so fun. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, I would love to eventually get that off the ground. I yeah, totally, I've tried a couple of times. Like I've, I've tried filling out paperwork to get like a, a home, like cottage license, which cool it's just a whole lot of hoops to jump through and then meaning like, that you could like sell out of your house mm-hmm. legally okay, cool. <laughs> yeah um, and then yeah I, it's just it it's a whole lot of paperwork yeah um, tried setting up a website but you know i i do these things like i'm kind of sporadic and like i have mm-hmm. a lot of energy to like get a couple things done and then i just get overwhelmed and tired and then I focus on other things. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I will say you have a full-time job and a, a seven-month-old. So, uh, yeah, so it's not like you're... <laughs> I'm being extra like forgiving like, to myself totally, right now, yeah, but I'll get which there. Which you should be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you have uh, kind of a lot going on. Right, right. So, um, yeah. Those are, the, yeah. those are the big and small. That's goals, awesome. I think, I think so. those are great. Um, do you have like a twist fun fact, um, that would like surprise people or like a twist, um, ending? Um, oh my gosh, I should have thought about this. I, oh, here's a good one. I was doing some voiceover work lately, um, really? or semi-recently. It's probably been about a year. I was narrating some books, just like self-published books for Amazon, wow. um, for Audible. Oh my God. Um, that's cool. You have a good voice. Thank you. So yeah, that was the the sort of thing like um I just heard this consistent feedback over mm-hmm. and over like, oh, I would listen to you narrate. And I was yeah, like, you have a really oh, good well, voice. I really like to read. Um <laughs> so I tried it out. There's this like creative exchange called mm-hmm. ACX through Amazon that I did a couple um like self-help books through Mm -hmm. um but i am terrible at editing so Mm -hmm. um oh they make you edit it yourself yeah and so i would get paid but and you know they tell you it should be a three to one ratio you should spend three times as long editing as you are recording 
but I was doing like an 11 to one ratio. So by the end of the day, like I was making like 50 cents an hour. Like it was not, Mm. and the deadlines were like super yeah like tight and what were you editing on if you don't mind me asking um name a couple of the programs um like audition or like um pro tools or like um those are the two i know because free uh, one (laughs) so that's another thing um yeah but uh, i just yeah so i was not very good at it and i was not Mm. very efficient at it and it ended up being editing is annoying i get it (laughs) but i loved the reading part like i would Mm. i was totally fine like doing as many takes as necessary and just like getting the right feel for it so i would love to keep doing those kinds of projects I do not want to continue editing. <laughs> so yeah. if anybody in any network uh, needs a narrator for pretty cheap, um, I would love to continue doing that. And yeah, I you just, should put together a reel and just start sending it out. I'm sure you can find somebody that uh, will pay you to just do the voice and they're yeah. like, we'll do the editing. Well, so I've been thinking about like, I have a small reel, um, mm-hmm. And, you know, again, been thinking about there's some agencies here that mm-hmm. I've thought about approaching, but I just, um, yeah, haven't gotten to it yet, but I would love, that would be the ideal. Like, let me sit in my office with a mic. Mm-hmm. I need to get a new mic because this is the best yeah. one I have right now, but, um, <laughs> let me read books for you. I'll do a great totally. job and then let somebody who actually knows what they're doing do the edit. So, yeah. Um, I don't know if that's, that's cool. much of a plot twist, but it is like kind of an unexpected thing. Yeah. That people. It's totally a twist. Fun fact. I love it. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for being a guest. Do you have anything to plug? We plugged your, um, your baking Instagram, um, which you can drop the name again if you want. Oh yeah. So it's bird bakes. Um, just bird underscore bakes was unavailable. So it's bird like like a flying bird two underscores bakes um outside of that no i mean yeah the voiceover work if anybody needs work done for pretty cheap that would be the just reach out to me like or reach out to kelsey who can reach out to me and then i'll I'll connect you i'll be liaison (laughs) yeah um that's about it otherwise i mean yeah, I'm. Sh- you'll probably tag me in in your posts. Yes. So, mm-hmm. if you want to go on my Instagram and like the pictures of my precious, cute baby and dog, then yeah, drop your handle. <laughs> yeah, BT Moreland. Awesome. That's the that's the one. But it was so good to connect with you. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. Thank you for being such a wonderful guest. Oh, thanks. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully your listeners will find something interesting. I I think everything you're doing yeah. is so interesting. <laughs> um but I definitely wanna like we should do a like virtual Zoom like coffee date again soon because yes. I need to hear about your life. Um, yes. all the improv things and like what took you to Brooklyn. You're in Brooklyn, right? Yeah. Which I love. Yeah. I visited in 2018, which was great. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, whenever you come back, let's hang. Yes, absolutely. Well, maybe it was 2019. Anyway, I, yeah, recently, and it was great. Yeah. It was a whirlwind. Um, yes. I love it. And I need to There's hear more about that. And then on. you played the tuba? 
yeah in college <laughs> which was that it was a plot twist for me like yeah it was plot twist for me too <laughs> but it was really fun i loved it awesome <laughs> can't wait to hear more about it but i've yeah. got your number which again so adorable that like we haven't I chatted know. in like 10 years and yes. <laughs> i just still had it saved Yes, I like you said it. And I was like, I wonder if I still have it. And I typed it in and it was like, Brittany T. I was still it was so early in having a phone that I didn't even have any other Britneys. I was truly just like Brittany T. I was like, this is it. Cute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'll text you because I'm dead serious. I need to hear yes, please. the updates. Yes, I would love that. That would be awesome. Awesome. Yay. Great. Thank well, you thank for doing you. this. Yeah. Um, do you have any stories? 